Welcome to MotoGP Mac, where fans conquer MotoGP fans congregate and fanboys bring a dread. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a balls of it again, but anyway, welcome, Jake. How are you doing? <laughs> ah, pretty good. But you know, the best thing is, people, it's not what you ride, it's the fact that you ride, you know, the people go out there. So if I see somebody out there in a piece oh, of crap, you're talking, about, you're talking about motorbikes, not women, is it? Right, right. Well, I'm too oh, old yeah. for that shit now, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm like a dog chasing a car. I can't drive when I get there. But anyhow, yeah. um, you know, I see somebody driving, even if it's a piece of crap Chinese scooter. If they're having fun, I wave. I, I don't like some people there. They don't wave the certain brands and all that crap. That's yeah, yeah. Now well, look, look, look. As long as everyone is out having having a bit of fun, a bit of crack, mm-hmm. what harm it is. So we had we had Japan uh, this weekend. What you think? It was a, <laughs> a cluster flock. <laughs> I mean, what else do you say? <laughs> yeah, well, look, I suppose like, we'll talk about uh, Martin uh, again, turning the needle on Peko. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I like, look, like, let's talk about Martin. Look, he is being super consistent right now. Yeah. He's he's been very honest with the press as well, saying that he doesn't like dealing with this pressure. So he is dealing with it, but he, he he's not saying that it's that it's not there, and I'm not feeling it. So look, he's he's being pretty honest with it, which which, which I think is actually quite good and sticks to him. You know, and see, um, was not Mark uh, Martin's strong point for as long as yeah, exactly, and that's where. Now I still have that feeling that there's the odd twist yet to come in the in the yes. tail. Yes. Like we're, we we are we are six races out. Like, but look, he is the oops. Whatever else. Yeah, mm. I I, I, ha- I have an oops feeling, and you know, yeah, I and I, I, I look, you know, I, I obviously hope it doesn't happen that he has an oops and he hurts himself. But I have I have a feeling an oops is coming for one of them. You know, um. Now saying that, look, like he's riding really, really consistent, and where he's, in my view, where he's really improved is is actually that he's he's gone Casey Stoner esque. So like Friday morning, out the door, bang, straight on it. Like there's no fucking let's fucking wind it up there, small, but Johnny Jordan and go. Oh like, yeah, he's, he's not like, he's not working his way up. He's just jumping right up. But he always did that. He always no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't always in, in not, the top. Not, not as bad as not not like Casey Stoner, but no, yeah. But now he like Friday. He hit the track. He was. He you could see he was on it. He was pushing Joe. Joe, I mean, he he was he was consistently faster than Peko on race pace immediately. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just uh, just looking at it, and then like as soon as like when you look at him in the sprint race, or you look at him in 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 today's race. Um, immediately bang, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like he's he's not waiting for the tires to heat up. He's not giving it. Oh, I'll give it three or four laps and then I'll push. Which, well, Marquez did that for his, his whole career. He always jumped right on it. Because free practice one is might as well be you know free practice one is the same as free practice you know Q two. I know, I know, but look, I think I think there's a lot of mentalities, and you see you see it quite a lot in um. In riders, like 
if a rider now from MotoGP was to switch over to World Superbikes, you would see it like it would take them three or four laps to bed into every race and then go. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just a natural thing. I suppose it's because the tires are much stiffer and harder. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That you have to get the heat into like the Bridgestones, for example, years ago. You know, you'd everyone except Casey <laughs> used to take five or six laps to warm them up and then go. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Peco. I still think Peko ha- is haunted by that high side. I just have that feeling that he's he's not trusting the bike as he should. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's just, and at that stage, Martin is gone. Do you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, boom, down. Um, I, I didn't know no, if it was in his head or he was still having lingering injuries. He said he hasn't fully recovered. Now, I did see a picture of him, and he still has a a plaster on the back of his knee. Now, unless there's something we don't know about the knee, but, like, he he seems to be walking fine with it. He doesn't seem to be hobbling. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, But knees take a long time because you're always always putting weight on him. Look, look, I I don't know. I, I think... I, I I think there's there's something there with the trust in the bike that he just doesn't have it right now. Do you know what I mean? And he did look better on the brakes this weekend. So he said that on what is it the Sunday night after after the Indian race, he stayed up to like three a.m. looking through videos and data and all of this, trying to understand what is going on with him. Now I did read something. Um, from Danny Pedroza after the race in Mizano. And Danny was saying um, that he was looking at, Joe, obviously he had a good view of the the arse end of Peko, but the way the rear wheel of the bike was, was bouncing, it didn't look natural. It looked mechanical. So I wonder were they running or trying to run something in Peko's bike to help reattach the rear wheel when a rear wheel lifts under braking is kind of my okay my kind of what I was kind of taking out what that is I don't know now if well, they, have, that, they have a new launch device don't they is yeah a few people a few people were trying to were were trying to say that that's thing my understanding that launch control was in um. In around Silverstone and 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 Austria, some people think that it came in in, in Mizano and it didn't. I know I know that for a fact. Um, but they had they've had similar to this device on on the bike all year, but they've fine tuned it now. Is he not running it this weekend, or was he not running it this weekend? I don't know. I haven't seen close up shots of Peko's handlebar, but his starts were complete shit. So. Um, and also in the sprint race, I don't know. Did you know notice when, or in today was it today's race? Actually, sorry, when they came out of the pits, like he was, he was almost leading, I believe. And then the fucking lot of them jumped him coming out of the pits, so it was like he wasn't fucking switched on. Right. Um, which kind of brings me back to like I think he just doesn't have the trust yet in the in the in the bike. So, uh. I think it was interesting. I think the KTM's did really well this weekend, really well, and yeah, especially for being only the second time out. Second time yeah. out in a carbon frame, yeah, yeah, carbon no, frame, yeah. Like, okay, it, it's helped Jack Miller definitely, and and even Binder said, you know, that the frame does make a good difference and whatever it gives him more 
uh, rear grip, which what he's what he's looking for. But again, Miller still has that same problem of he's fine for five or six laps, and then he starts to wear the rear tire way too quickly. Do you know what I mean? Compared to others, and I suppose it's more emphasised because Brad is very good on his tires, and then so he doesn't tend to fall back. Whereas Jack Blue Smoke comes out off the tire, do you know what I mean? Right, he burns them up early. Yeah, he does, and uh, then he tries to manage it out, which is okay, I guess, but it's not. Um, it, 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 it's not the way to treat the tires clearly. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah, if you don't have any tire towards the end of the race, like I always remember Rossi said that. Um, he runs his own race till 10 laps to go and then he manages it out. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it's been uh, said a few times, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. So, and then he manages it out from there. And like, I think Jack is already struggling before he gets to 10 laps to go. Do you know what <laughs> I, mean? I think he's struggling after 10 laps, personally. But, um, yeah, I thought, um, I thought it was a good weekend for the Hondas. I think it was I the thought... same. Dude, it was the same. It was just Marquez pushing hard. No, 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 no. Mir was up there as well. And then he, he fell was back. 13. No, he got up, though. He got up a bit in the sprint. Yeah, it was it just... The, it... No, no I, I'll, give it, I'll give it to him because... No, I, I actually picked Marquez to win because he's so good on the rain. I swear he could win in the rain with a Chinese scooter. You know? No, look, I, look I'll, I'll be honest. Like Mir was up there in the sprint, and I was like, okay. But apparently now he's dumped the 2024 chassis. They said they didn't make any improvement. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, just yeah, the, same yeah. freaking, it's the same bike, so how can they be, how can they improve? You know? Yeah, yeah. Now look, they, yeah. Like, apparently he was on Friday. Uh, Friday he was running uh, some of the the 2024 parts, but apparently he's dumped them all now, <laughs> um, which is not really a good sign. I thought Mark did did really well. Do you know what I mean? Um, I have to I have to say I take my hat off to him, Joe. Look, he rode. Oh, he is, do you remember? You remember Indianapolis years ago? It was the 2016 or 2017. Yeah. And and it was he was running in a, in a downpour in slicks and almost won the race. Hmm. That is I the greatest you. rain race of, of all time, folks. Uh, but that's how good he is in the rain. Yeah, no. Look, I, th- I think he, I think he did, re- I think he did well. I think, you know, there was extra pressure on him this weekend as well, being Honda's home race. Now, seeing that the fans, the the I know, I know Motegi is not the most accessible place, but uh, I think there was like a weekend thing of seventy thousand people again. Do you know what I mean? Which is tiny. Do you know what I mean? When I look at uh, Formula One in Suzuka, which is also a tough place to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think across the weekend, like it was like three hundred thousand people across the weekend. So kind of, you know, it shows you the trouble that uh, um, that MotoGP is kind of in. And I know we've mentioned this at, the, at every race, but they're the numbers that I look at. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're not, if you're getting a hundred thousand fans across the weekend, and another series is getting three hundred thousand, don't. In what series was that? Formula One. Well, but you do, but you do because, and the reason I do is like Formula One is about four times more expensive to go to. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. than MotoGP. Do you know what I mean? So it's not a financial thing if people are laying out money for that. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. And, but it's been more popular than MotoGP for years and years and years. Why, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's like watching paint grow or grass grow. It <laughs> <laughs> paid grow. Oh, okay. Paint well, grow. Yeah, you're fucking smoking there, Jakey. But... <laughs> it's gotten worse. It's like yeah, paint yeah. grow. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I thought I just thought it was interesting that you know I don't think it's down to economic reasons that MotoGP's numbers are falling. Do you know what I mean? If people are still out there buying F1 tickets, like I know for a fact, main grandstand in in Catalonia for for F1, right, is like four hundred and fifty euros a person for the weekend. That is a and you get in you get in there for about 130 euros or 160 euros yeah. for moto gp so there's a massive massive difference um, not, a lot of times though they're cutting they used to, when the person used to go to both that they they're choosing because they don't have enough money they keep they used to be able to afford both now they can just say well, okay all right kids we're gonna do one or the other which one you know you know yeah i don't know i i, I look I would always look at it in the way that the numbers were down in Spain and Italy, right? Which are two of the main, the main, main meccas of fans for MotoGP. And if those numbers are down, you know, it's time to worry, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, look, I thought the two-handed American and, and, and Mir, I was happier with them this weekend because it looked... I won't say they looked fantastic, or I won't think I won't turn around and say Honda are back because they're not. But they look somewhat decent at times, you know. And there was at one stage, during, I think it was during the sprint, Mir was right behind Marquez. But I was right. like, hmm. Well, wasn't Mir, Mir's good in the rain himself? He's yeah, a, a, yeah. So yeah. I, I look at it just you know, no, rain levels, rain levels the the playing field as it is, you know. And yeah, well, look, good riders, they're they're rain specialists. So they, yeah, and they also raise the headstock of the bike, not raise the headstock of the bike. Now, before you you have a hissy fit, they were bringing the twenty four. They raised the spacer for the triple clamp up on the on the bike. Actually, I so thought they, that they they took that out though. I thought after Marquez crashed with it. No, it was still in there. Um, still in there. Uh, so, um, yeah, so look, I think it was just, um, um, yeah, look, I just thought, I just thought, I thought they looked better than the normal. Aprilia's looked okay, you know, I was just, and then Magro has had three DNFs in four races, so yeah, he, he did all right today, um. Yeah, Raul Fernandez, I'll give him praise. I think he got into the top 10 twice this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just in case people say that I'm biased and don't like him. Sorry if facts fucking hurt you. But, um, <laughs> you know, and I think, and I think just as I say that, Augusto Fernandez also had a really good weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Raul Fernandez in today's race. Very good weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I. I I did take a bit of grief about that during during the week or whatever, and it's quite simply for me with the way I look at it, and I don't see it with Raúl. I don't really see it with Augusto either, right? But the way and the reason that I compare them is they're both on really good bikes, and they're both new to those bikes, 
not new to the tracks, do you know what I mean? And quite simply, Augusto is kicking his ass. Yeah. You know, I don't post- see, you know, I don't see, and and Christ, people are giving me all kinds of help. Uh, Pedro Acosta, I don't see it yet. I must be blind. And I, you I know, was actually interested that he, um, he came out and said this uh, over the course of the weekend that he doesn't know what is happening and maybe that he's going to stay another year in Moto 2. Oh, really? Because, mm. so, you know, it was like, uh, you know, I've seen guys, they, when they start going up to the, the classes, and if they do well, it's, it's, they get better and then better. He seems like it's the weight, the, the bigger bikes are making him worse than, you know, it's, it's not worse than worse, but he's not as good as he goes up with weight, with, with bikes, mm-hmm. heavier bikes. So what happens when he hits the, the 1,000cc bike? I don't know. I think I, I I think at this stage, don't Jake. If it was like fifteen years ago, when everyone used to go in the piss and have a few beers the night before a race, right, and be eating out of a dirty burger van and and whatever, I think yeah, he'd probably be in trouble. But I think, I think the people in the Red Bull Academy or whatever, or the KTM Academy or whatever, they they I I know for example, like Audi and Red Bull have these special camps that they send there their mm-hmm. athletes too and i think he'd be on a program to build that muscle that's required to to shift those bikes you know what i mean to shift oh he had built himself up he built himself yeah. up quite a bit from yeah from Moto three so, to Moto so, so i don't think i don't think that it, it, it'll get it but i was actually watching something uh it's called between the hedges it's a, about the isle of man it's on youtube it's a good little series um but john john mcginnis um he was talking about you know, most road road racers now use BSB or or or, or that to to prep to ride road races. I think for for Acosta, you know, and and John was just talking about you know it's it's all just like they don't give a fuck where they finish in the BSB championship. Do you know what I mean? They're just yeah. there to be bike fit for for when it comes time to road race. And I think I think something like that will happen with with Acosta. He'll be out in a thousand cc something over the winter. And they will just make him used to lifting heavier bikes. Do you know what I mean? Over and back and small, yeah. stupid, low-speed circuits where it's really going to work you out. You know, like a uh, dirt. He would be good. You would think a, a seven fifty cc dirt tracker would, would work yeah. well. Maybe something like that. But I know a lot of a lot of places don't like people doing motocross. No, 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 not motocross. Oh, I know, yeah, but so, flat but like, yeah, 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 flat track. Hey, Pa, I'm going left. Hey. Yeah, go fast, go left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, look, I think I think it was quite good. Uh, Oliveira had a bit of an off weekend, but, you know, I was really good, happy to see him today uh, coming back through in the in the wet, you know what I mean? Um, he has had a bit of a shit weekend, to, if I'm honest. Uh, Crutchlow, I thought Crutchlow. Crutchlow's Crutchlow. Uh, beating, beating more of a deli. I, I know more Bedelli. Like, what the fuck was he doing staying out for eight laps? Just. I, 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 Joe, you know what I reckon that it was is that his, Joe, someone was trying to fucking reach him by text message. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I was waiting for him to somebody to jump out in the track, like, you know, when, when they do airplanes on the, on the tarmac, you know, this. So come on, come on in, you know, mm. like eight laps on the, on the, in it. Uh, it's a bit was silly. The crash? Huh? It was a bit silly, to be honest. Um, now, look, I suppose 
the whole Zarko incident, you know, um, yeah, that was that was a bit weird, right? And like, the marshals cleared the bike off the circuit into a service road. He right, rolled. He rolled down the hill and then came out a little gap where the pit lane was on that hill. Do you know what I mean? But they had that uh, square block, and it looked like that the, the marshal had opened it up and pushed yeah. the bike through. So how are you supposed to stop it? If I'm the rider, I didn't do it. The marshal took my bike and put it through, and then I get the fine. But for me, you know? Jake, it, it was like, what's the alternative? So mm-hmm. there's, the, the circuit is live. Right, you want me to go back into the gravel trap, back onto the track with a damaged bike on a wet track. Now we yeah. all know this from BSB, right? That if a slight drop of fucking oil gets onto that track from a bike that's just gone off at like 140 yes. plus mile an hour, right? Well, I don't think it's that fast. Maybe 100. Anything could be cracked, right? Right. He he puts that bike back onto the track, freewheels it down the fucking hill, into the pit lane. A, he's putting himself in danger because there could be someone else crash. Right. B, he's putting the marshals in danger because they're out there obviously trying to fucking stop him from going back that way. And C, he could contaminate the track. And even at that stage, we didn't know the race was going to be cancelled or the rest of the restart wasn't going to be attempted. Yeah, if you, you know, think he, if you think oil slippery, have oil and water mix. That exactly. Yeah, you know. uh, and that was and that was that was that's where I was like going. Are they really going to stick to this thing that he didn't enter the pit lane from the correct way when mm-hmm. a, he was guided by the marshals because the marshals took the bike out? Can you imagine nowadays trying to take a crash bike and run it back towards the track? Every marshal tries to stop you. You always see the marshals trying to stop yeah. you anyway. I just thought it was a very, a very silly, silly rule. Now, Oliveira got away with it. Um, Oliveira got away with the restart because his bike wasn't pulled into the actual pit lane. So he had visor issues, apparently. Yeah. And he, he was... He stopped, but the bike stayed in pit lane, and that way then he was allowed restart, but he was eight, whatever, a couple of laps down, so he was 7, 18th or 19th. Vinales was a lap down as well. I thought he was unle- unlucky at the start. Um, but again, you could see it that the marshals were, were trying to fucking yeah. stop him, not help him. Um, but look, I thought, yeah, o- overall, I thought the, I thought the race was, the races were, were good. I am a bit skeptical about why they like I, I get it that it was raining. I hundred percent get it that it was raining when the lads went out again and they were putting up their hands. And I fully agree with that, but but they still had an hour and a half or an hour and twenty minutes <coughs> or so left to, to run a twenty minute race. Okay. And they call and they called it a bit early. In that's just my view. Do you know what I mean? They could have given it ten or fifteen minutes from their to attempt the restart <laughs> again. I'm assuming that they have really that they have the weathers that they can tell what's going to happen in the next hour. I I, I I I would assume so. But listen, look, you know from the Formula One teams, the best way to check the weather is put your hand outside and say yes, it's raining. Yeah. No, it's not. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because, um, and also I was looking at BSB today in uh, Donington Park, and I think 
Jamie Whittam said it best. He said, uh, everyone's weather app tells us something different. Yeah. So he's like, pick your one and that's and you stick with that. So uh no, look, I just thought did it was it called a little bit early. And that that was kind of the feeling that I got when when it was called. I'll be very honest. It was like, yeah, I could have maybe given it another go. Uh or give it another twenty minutes and, and then made a decision and shortened it to a ten lap sprint or a six lap sprint or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So we're down uh, to three points, right? So it's down to three points now, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Now I think this is a bit different though than um like a lot of people are making an awful lot out of the, of the, the gap closing and whatever, right? So the incident in Catalonia, in my view, was not a fault. Do you know what I mean? It's not a no. mistake, right? So that's no. just one of those things. But you bring an injury into it, right? And he was injured in in Mizano. Do you know what I mean? He rode really well, don't right. get me wrong. But like I never even expected Peko to get anywhere near where he did in Mizano. Do you know what I mean? And then you right. throw in India. India then was a mistake. Do you know what I mean? So I would say no, India was a mistake. It, well, it uh, was. And, yes, and it was so what, hot. It was so hot that you no. But he he went he went on a hard tire, right? When everyone uh, yeah. Well, that, you so know so. what, Todd? I was about to call you. I said, "Uh oh, he's changed his front tire a second before the race. He's doomed." Because what? How many times is he uh, went down when he changed his tire at the, at the, on the grid? Six out of six. It's I like, don't know. It, it, like for me, when I when, when no, and I believe he had it. They they it wasn't last minute because the commentators were talking that he was going to go the stiffer front or the thing. So I think there was a discussion about it. But like anyway. Oh, oh I thought it was the last minute. He changed no, it wasn't. Like no, 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 all no. the other times. He, every time he did the last minute, he, he, he fell. So like for me, when when I look at it, like. That was probably the mistake that he made. It wasn't the crash that. Yeah, that, but of that course, was the, the crash was a mistake, and I'm like, no, he was just, you know, he was pushing, but he he was on a hard tire, and I get why he was on it. You know, it made sense that you know he was struggling with the front for braking. He wanted more more stiffness off of the tire. Makes sense, right? But yeah. I always kind of have this 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 feeling or, or this kind of rule of thumb like if you're battling with someone for the championship you don't go off and take city risks on tires you know so it's like if it's raining and right yeah, he puts on a soft a soft wet you put on a soft wet too yeah yeah you're, you're right that was that was the mistake you're talking about i thought you meant the crash was no, no 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 and like the the crash was result of going with the stiffer yeah. tire right? and and he openly admitted that after um but like i for me if I take out the the Catalonia one, which is twenty five points, and whatever points that he dropped in Mizano, now we're kind of getting into okay, right? He's closed it down. Like I still, I still really favor Bisecki, and we haven't talked about Bisecki this weekend, but I still really favor Bisecki to do damage in the championship because he is the one with zero, and I mean fucking zero Nothing. expectation. Right, he's not. He's on a twenty-two bike. He's not on a factory team. Right, you know what I mean. He's he he's in. The he's not going to be for the next year. He's not right? going to be next year. Do you know what I mean? He can. He's absolutely zero to lose. 
whereas Peko, obviously he has, but so does Martin, and uh, that's why I think I think Bisecki is the danger man. And okay, Saturday he got his 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 cough so- softened by the crash, like, and that was a fucking fast crash that he had on Saturday morning. I didn't see it. Oh, it. it was it was a fucking egg beater, absolute egg beater. Uh, so you could see you could see why he was like sore. Do you know what I mean? And I love your old fucking Scottish or Irish setting sayings. Yeah, <laughs> it's an egg so, beater. So <laughs> yeah, basically, what you do tonight? Crack an egg into a cup and beat it. And that's exactly <laughs> what it fucking happened to him. He fucking tumbled through. It was it was it was similar enough to what uh, what Serco had. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think he for me he is the danger man because he he has fucking nothing to lose. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if if Martin does it, um, I still think it it'll affect affect Martin where it won't it won't won't really affect um Bisecki. Um, I do need to have a have a have a chat about Yamaha. It's what, just wait, fucking but, terrible. But yeah, well, you're you're tough on Yamaha because you're a fan. You know, it's odd. Yeah. Fanboys are give get a fanboy. It can they can do no wrong, but an actual fan is tough on their on their brand, and you're tough on your brand. I am you know? because they're fucking down the back of it. Yeah, <laughs> but more to more right? Never get his name right. Right, he went out, for, you know, riding around for eight laps with with, with slicks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and but no, they, 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 they was never any good in the rain. Who? Fabio's never been very good in the rain. He was always yeah, known. He's, he's all right. Well, like that this time, that was it. No, it wasn't this race. It was the next race. And um, yeah, look, I think he did okay. They did okay in the sprint race, and and, and that. Um, but I just, uh, I, I just expected a little, a wee bit more, especially because of the nature of the uh, of the track, I suppose. It is kind of a Yamaha-ish track. Do you know what I mean? There is some, mm-hmm. there is some hard accelerations, which is doesn't really suit it. But the straights aren't long, long straights. Do you know what I mean? So, right. um, they don't get that murdered on top speed. But yeah, um, I thought he would do better in the sprint when it was dry. It really did. Mm. Um, but, but then he must be losing his. I mean, you, it's tough when you got to ride one hundred and ten percent all the time. You know, you gotta get to your psyche. Yeah. Now, look, he he was uh, he was already pissed off before he got to the racetrack. Do you know what I mean? Because he had mm-hmm. he they did have, and I suppose this is the whole Marquez situation uh, is stealing all the headlines, which we we'll, we'll talk a little bit about in a minute. But um, how would I say? Like Fabio did meet with the chiefs of Yamaha as well during this week. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just like said, look. Words are words. Do you know what I mean? No, they, they mean fucking nothing, Joe. Um, which, uh, yeah, it doesn't fill me with confidence that Yamaha are going to produce next year either. Do you know what I mean? Or that there's a revolutionary thing. And this is something yeah, where... where the, uh, we have four iterations of the Linline motor. Like four? You're going to wait yeah. four out motors out before you start getting it. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, but that's that's four motors by the end of this year. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's to go into next year. Oh, um, so. I would reckon so. It's like we have, I would hope that they would be testing two versions. Yeah. At um, 
at the the end of season test in Valencia. But as they say, yeah. So I suppose look Yamaha. And oh, sorry, yeah. What I will commend Honda for is that they're very publicly being their dirty laundry is being very publicly aired. So like, mm-hmm. so Mark and whoever are saying you need to get these engineers and that engineers and it is coming out that yes they're getting this engineer and that engineer i don't know have you heard this but uh, apparently uh davide bravo Mm -hmm. has been contacted by honda and massimo ravola has been contacted about by honda about coming in and overseeing the projects also maverick vinales has been contacted by honda I doubt that they'll have. I really no. because Vola is tied in, right? Yeah. Uh, Davide Bravo, he could possibly do it. Like he's fallen out of love, or I think he could be gone from Alpine, so he could be available. Um, but that would dump Pooch out. Um, but what I will commend Honda for is, is that they're publicly addressing. Well, they've no choice, right? Yeah, Marquez asked for them specifically, though. Like I know they, that, but it's out there. It, it, it's been spoken about. What's yeah. happening with Yamaha? No one knows fucking nothing. Nothing, nothing, right? So if you know nothing, you expect nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you but, then you don't, but then again, you don't have Fabio going. I want this guy, this guy, this guy, and tells it to the press either. So that the, the force the guys to do it. You know, the force. Uh, Yamaha's yeah. Hand. So look, I look. I don't know. I just think. But they shouldn't have to force his hand. Like, exactly. Exactly. You know, um, like even, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, it, it, it was a very public race for Yamaha and they didn't do great. So, again, you know, yeah. didn't even get out of Q1 for fuck's sake. Show what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, he's one of my favorite, if not the favorite riders, this is, uh, is Quadraro. I, uh, when he pushes 110 percent i gotta give it to him and i like to see the and i like to see the inline four running still it's like it's, i don't know you're definitely smoking something jake yeah wait it's it's like <laughs> you know it's, yeah i you know it's at its end of its rope okay you know it's just a yeah. dead end but you still go you know <laughs> one you last know. time for all time so yeah one is. time the, yeah yeah that's like that's that, that's by and you give it a hit you know that's that's how I arrived in this world. Yeah, <laughs> my father told me I was one last time for all time's sake. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, Mark Marquez. Now, I think it was a really good thing that he came out at the start of the weekend and he said, I'm not going to announce anything in Japan. Right, right. Firstly, it would be highly disrespectful to um, Honda if he announced that they were splitting up, especially because he was invited to the museum. But on is, the other on the other side of that, you know, what was odd. Now I read this right, but like two places, it said Honda wanted to do some type of a ceremony for splitting because this this has gone crazy. You know, with all stuff. Yeah, every just, every season that they come to Japan, the Honda they they're all invited to the the Honda Museum and whatever. So like there was pictures of Mir and Marquez sitting on Nicky Hayden's bike actually in the museum and that. And it's kind of like there is kind of like a traditional event that goes on there. Then do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but look, I think it would have sourced an awful lot of bad press during 
Yeah, uh, I would think so too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so look, I can kind of understand it. Gigi Delinia has come out and said, um, "It's actually really funny to quote actually because I was pissing myself laughing when I saw it, but it's really, really." Um, uh, how would I say down the line now that Mark wants us rather than we want Mark? Uh, let me get, let me get the quote up. Because I was last, I, I was laughing with a uh, with uh, with Ghost Rider on this earlier on. Uh, so Gigi has come out and said, uh, Mark has decided to leave Honda uh, for an unofficial Ducati. Um. All, all the more underlines the fact that he wants our bike, but it clearly isn't an official announcement yet. I think there's a lot of things to do, and I think it's more complicated the contract break. So, I was then talking to uh, someone else, and they said, said to me that Mark probably doesn't have an out in the last year of his contract. He probably had an out in the halfway through. He said that would that would be quite common. That at just say you were saying the second year they had it out. I could have swore it was the third year, but anyhow, I've been looking all over the place. Yeah, so I haven't done anything, by the way. But that's where that's where. So I still I still reckon it's down to two situations. One, he can't. himself and Honda haven't agreed how much it's going to cost or the permission or whatever, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Honda were pig fucking ignorant and said, no, you have a contract. That's it. And he said, fine. That's going to be tough after they went public and said, oh, no, we're the nice people. We're not going to hold anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what? No, what they... No, 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 no. We, We get it very straight. They said if a rider doesn't want to ride for us, then he won't mm-hmm. ride for us. They never mm-hmm. said that we let him go fucking wherever he wants to go. Yeah, yeah. But you got to deal with the public. The you know the public isn't they don't split here like that. They're not that bright. They That's, they when they, yeah, they but, hear that they listen, think Honda's going to let Honda promised yeah. to let him go. They yeah look they they can spin think. that they can spin that 180 degrees very quickly. But so I think I think. That is one of them, and I think the other one, and it's probably the the more crucial one, especially for Ducati. And this is how, uh, this is really what I think it is: is that I still stand by the thing that if Ducati wanted them, they'd put them on an official bike into an official team and whatever. Right? They would show whatever they needed at them. If they really wanted them, they would. But I don't think Ducati. Because there's also the rumor that there's a pre-contract signed for KTM for 2025. Now, if that's true, why in the name of good God would Ducati turn around to Grassini and say, yeah, it's okay to sign Mark for one year. He's going to come in. He's going to learn your GP23 bike, right? And he's going to bring that data. Well, not data, but I think he's going to bring the strength and weaknesses analysis that he would have as a writer. I don't think KTM. I don't think that would go too far. I, my point of view. I, but I think I, th- I think the complete opposite. I think it's massive, massive. I just, I just keep going back to Rossi. Remember Rossi thought he was an engineer and went nowhere. Same deal. Um, no, but, Rossi. Talk, yeah, there's Rossi's, a 
If there's a contract for KTM, a pre-made contract, I wouldn't take them. Yeah, but why, why would you? But what, like, my my point is that Ducati have spent hundreds of millions on developing the bike, right? Right. Why would they give it all that information to arguably one of the best pilots in the in the in the place right. to bring that feel? Like, Gigi turned around and he said the other day, he's like or whatever it was about the about their bike and whatever and he's like obviously we're doing something right because we're one two and three in the championship <laughs> yeah right now i don't think ducati are, are are as arrogant to turn around and say yeah we're going to give one of the best pilots who probably has arguably the best feel for a bike all that information that he can compute in his head for a one-year deal which then he's going to bring to another manufacturer that is far closer. Like, for example, for example, and I know this this loan thing came out, which is which is complete horseshit as well. But I could see them. Yeah, but these are riders. They're not. They're not even college educated. I mean, they're not the brightest bulbs in the box. It, it, they're not going to transfer much over. It, it doesn't matter. I can tell you this. It doesn't matter if Jack Miller can get it, go into KTM and convince KTM this is how a good bike feels like. It's it's all about the secret. How does it turn? What do we do? Yeah, I guarantee it. Mark goes to KTM, or Mark goes to Aprilia, or Mark goes to wherever. And like, I would think that Grissini are actually trying to sign him for a two or three year deal, and that is coming from Ducati. Now, most people it think two- it's a done deal, and I think it's a done deal too, because it would be ridiculous for him to go into all these problems and all this poopla. And then not have it signed because yeah, but you see, yeah. I think yeah. It, I think I, I think I think it's done, but I think the delay is handed, and I think the delay is the contract. That's no, I mean I think the, the contract's contract. fine. I I can't see it going for one year though. Can you? Would you Katie, be that stupid to give away their IP? If it, it no, I if 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 it's signed by if they have a pre-contract if they have a contract with KTM in 2025 that would be stupid yeah but if they don't you know what he would probably go there he's going to win the title and he's going to stay at Ducati hmm. I don't know, a, I think I think he's only two or he three wins years, he stays or does well he stays he's not going to go he's not one of them people that jumps around god forbid the guy had bunk beds at 28 he doesn't move very much his change his life does not have change in yeah. it yeah yeah, I don't know. Anyway, look, I I'm sure we'll find out in due course. But to be to be honest, the did you see the, the video? Show. By the way, there was a short video on YouTube, and Marquez was dying laughing. Somebody comes up and goes, "Hey, Mark Marquez, you ever hear the song? Should I stay or should I go now?" By the Clash, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, goes, yeah. and it's fucking dies laughing. He's like pissing himself. So I was like, oh, that's that's a sign right there. I, but I was, yeah, well, look, I think I think I think Gigi kind of stole a little bit of his thunder today. Do you yeah, know what I mean? but uh, yeah, I did. look, to be honest, I think I think the whole Marquez situation has actually been talked to that, and I think a lot of fans are actually getting a bit pissed off with him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you said you they are. and now you're fucking pulling the piss. Do you know what I mean? So I think he's actually kind of damaging himself um, a small bit. Let's just say, uh, yeah. But look, overall, I thought. This weekend's race was good. Do you know what I mean? Except yeah, exactly. I think I we didn't get the Bezaki. Oh, Bezaki. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, what do you think we did? Because he got a fucking egg beater. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, that's where we went. We went to the egg oh, yeah. beater. Now, now oh, he yeah. didn't have any future past the egg beater. Now he's just comfy. Yeah. So I think, I, I, and look, I think it like realistically, if you look at it, the position that he got in the sprint race, if you told him that when he was in the gravel trap, he would have fucking bit the arm off you. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think that kind of quietened him for the weekend. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously in the wet, you know, it's so it's really good in the wet. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's so easy to fall. Like you saw, you saw Binder, who was pretty good as well. Do you know what I mean? In the wet. Mm-hmm. Just slight lock at the front tire. Like Martin nearly went down in the west. Do you know what I mean? When he right. ran wide that time, you could see the front tire just completely lock. Now, I will be honest, I was watching the I was watching the race with one eye this morning. I was a little bit hungover. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, I didn't yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, Am I sure that happened? Yeah. Um Wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no no, look, I look overall I just thought I thought it was I thought it was good. Like six races to go. I think, yeah, I think the next one is Mandalika, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Pleco hopefully... needs to get out of these survival races. That That is another survival race, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, if you if you remember Mr. Marquez fucking launching himself to the moon. Yes, and, and, um, and an inch of mud on the track and... Yeah. yeah, so it, it is, unfortunately, it is another survival race, but uh, it's one of those ones that it can fucking bite you very badly, and uh, I, I have a feeling that, the, yeah, look, as I mentioned at the start, I have a feeling that there's a couple of twists left in this. Hopefully uh, the asphalt stays down this time. The asphalt stays down. Um <laughs> People don't launch themselves into fucking space. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, put a handprint on the moon and come fuck, fucking back down again later. Yeah. Um. And look, that is one of those. That is one of those corners. So look, I think I think it'll be I think it'll be quite a, an interesting. We are two weeks uh, before. I think there'll be a few announcements, especially obviously with Mark Marquez. Um, it will be interesting, but. Should he leave Honda? There's the big questions then. Who's going to replace him? Um, for me, logically... Lacona, you're saying. Yeah. I just don't think Lacona is a factory factory rider. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's fast enough yet. He's, a, he's on World Superbike. I know. But I just say... I I would... I Personally, I would move Zerko from LCR into Repsol. And then move Lacona into LCR. I think I think Lacona still needs some time. Okay. Well, true. It would be a better. You know, you know, you know that uh, Zarco is going to be a better uh, test rider. That's for sure. Oh, he will. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he'll develop you know. a bike better, and they need development. They need it to desperately. Oh, but that's it. Like, but like, Zarco is going to walk into Honda in Valencia. The Valencia test, right? And within ten laps, he's going to come back and he'd say, "Well, your bike turns like this, but this is how the Ducati turns." Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And or might maybe he mightn't be allowed to say it because I know I know there was uh, some contract things. Now, an awful lot of the riders' contracts actually end up 
on the the last Sunday of the race. So they start their fresh contract. Some contracts start at year end. So just depends when their contract starts and ends. But they won't like they wouldn't be able to pass any IP or information over immediately. Um, but I think I think that to be a fly in the wall in that test in the Honda garage would be would be probably amazing to hear because you have someone with a reference of what a really good bike feels like. Mir does have that have that knowledge of a Suzuki in line four that had front end issues. Right. <laughs> Couldn't necessarily translate it. What I did find interesting as well about Zarco is that Zarco has gone back to the old or sorry to the the to the different side pod arrow than um then Martin Martin is using the downward ducks like Peco. But Zarco okay. uh, is still using the older type um the grand effect type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I just thought it was interesting that have Ducati, um, or have Ducati something new that they want to try with Zarco, or are they just saying here, here here's your bike that you're going to run for the rest of the season? You're not getting any more. Yeah, yeah. Which I would think it's the latter, to be honest. Um, but yeah, all, all in all, I thought it was pretty pretty interesting MotoGP race. The World Superbike. Mark, Mark Mark Marquez wasn't he on the 2023 bike this year? This this race. He was on the 2023 bike. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. World Superbikes. Um. Probably. Yeah, today's race. Uh, and I did I did watch it on mute. Don't like James James Postland. I know you hate him. <laughs> Um, but no, look, it was it was fascinating how how uh, Top Rack did it. Um, but it's fucking soul destroying. Like I, I was I was marking it there. Uh, on average, he was gaining six tenths of a second on the straight. Uh, Bautista coming out of the last corner and down to the straight. If he was, four, I think at one stage he was four tenths of a second behind him. And right. by halfway down the straight, he'd already pulled two tenths. Right. But they were then, even because the, the, the Yamaha handles so much better than the Ducati. They're not really that I don't I don't see him being that really far off. I mean as a whole. Yeah, yeah look look look, I, I, I won't take it away from Bautista either that uh um I won't take it away from Bautista that he was able to stick somewhat close to and pass uh, Top Rack a number of times in the twisty bits. But I just thought it was fucking soul-destroying. Just like last weekend's race in Aragon, Joe, you know I mean, he sits it onto the front part of the tyre, he just goes Boom, and the boys could do fucking nothing about it. Like, <laughs> like Joe, you know I mean, and like, I know Portimao, like the fucking back of me hand, right? And, like, I could see how to say Joe when they come down into the out of the dip, not the Craig Jones dip now, and into like I call it that there's another tabletop and it's it's where the long lap uh um corners I can't think of the name of it now, but yeah, when, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah. So when you come out, you come out onto the straight and then you go over the dip down into the into the into the last corner. But you could see that 
Toprak every time was running over the curb, which is the line, Jordan. Yeah. But it was unsettling his bike. And it would just give Bautista that extra tenth. And you could see him then rolling through the corner. Bautista was just ready to fucking pounce. And you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, so, so you're just like, you knew what was coming. And and some laps, I don't know how fucking top rack just released the brakes and rolled fucking through the corner. Like, so, I mean, it was just like, like being fucking honest, being very honest, right? If Bautista was on a Yamaha, he couldn't have stayed with him on the yeah. brakes. Do you know what I mean? Or if he was on a Kozaki. So now look, I, I I was just but I was watching the race and I was the only what thing that I was the on the second race, not to interrupt you. I, I missed them. And he he clashed with someone because he didn't qualify well and then he clashed with Reading and Oh, okay. Right. I just didn't catch that. Yeah, but like I was hoping that he would have a six or an eight head to a second lead going into the last lap. And then he didn't. Now Bautista did close him down. Remember, Bautista made the mistake. He fell about seven or eight tenths of a second back, and he did close it down. But again, a lot of that closing down wasn't in the corners. It was just down the fucking straight. Like he was able to pull the gap or pull up to him, and you're just like, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. What did he end up winning? Someone in a straight line is not fucking racing. Well, it is <laughs> drag racing. Do you know what I mean? But it's not fucking racing. Like, I mean, uh, yeah. top like had him on the last. And it was beating him the whole way around, and he clipped him right at the end. I mean, like right at the end, he was setting him up the whole race for that last corner, right for the yeah. last last, and had him right at the. He won by like what a, a half a, a bike length, something like that. But you could see it when he came out of the last corner that, you know, top rack was done. That Bautista was going to pass him. There, there's no no ifs ands or buts about it, you know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I know. Look, I just like. And it's it, it's just something that irks me, Joe. You know I mean, because like the super sport race was was pretty good. Um, now the British Superbike Championship, oh my fucking god, car crash. So you have two teammates in the PBM Paul Bird Motorsport who mm-hmm. passed away recently. Uh, team fighting for the championship, they were half a point apart. And there's three races over the course of a, of a BSB weekend. The first race was raining. And uh, they put on intermediate tires. And neither of them scored points. <laughs> right? The second race, which the sprint race, one of the riders, they were all battling. So one of the riders had to start at the very back. And one of the other ones, I think, midfield. One was 12th and one was right at the back. Within six or eight laps or nine laps it was the fellow that was at the back had passed everyone was up at the front right <laughs> then they all started racing with, with another gang of it and didn't they the two pbm bikes now it was i i think it was more of a racing incident but look they took each other out anyway <laughs> into, into the fucking gravel right and then race three it started pissing rain and on the start, one of their bikes lost the throttle position sensor, and the other bike, I think he finished in tenth or twelfth place or something like that, because he's he was just riding tight. So, so it all goes down to the last round. Um, what I, I think um, 
Bautista needs what one point? They, they yeah. already took the constructor title. Ducati Tech took the construction title today. Today, okay. Yes, and I think they made for the, the for the riders' title some ridiculous. I think he needs one point or something like that. Okay. So oh, uh, sort it, of, it's yeah. a done sort deal. Of, <laughs> yeah, today was definitely a, a motorbike day. Anyway, uh, today Sunday, obviously. Um, but look, it was it was a good thing. Uh, no MotoGP for two weeks. No World Superbikes for a month. God, is that long? A month? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Month, almost a month or three weeks or whatever, I think. But yeah, look, I think overall, I think it was a... It was only an okay race today in Japan, to be very honest. I felt a little bit robbed that they didn't have a, a second goal. But uh, I think we'll uh, wrap it up there for this week anyway. And uh, we shall catch everyone again next week. Take it easy, folks. Have a good one.